Welcome to Real Brave and Unstoppable. Here, you'll hear stories and inspiration about showing up in the world authentically and having the courage to create the life you want. I'm your host, Courtney Rivard. I'm a mom, recovering engineer, lover of the outdoors, and professional life coach. I help smart women just like you live happier lives full of purpose and joy by empowering them to love who they are, get unstuck, and take action toward creating the life they dream of. In other words, I help them be real, brave, and unstoppable. It is possible and you can do it too. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. Before I dive into the episode, I just want to share really quick a really cool program that I'll be offering this fall. And it's awesome because it's free. I'm going to be doing some local hikes. So if you live in the Washington, D.C. area, I'm going to be taking out a small group of women on a little mini retreat hike. So we'll choose an amazing trail in Maryland. We have some great trails in Maryland, a few that I really like. And we'll start the mini retreat with sharing a theme for the day. The themes will relate to creating a life that you love, whether it's self-love, confidence, finding your purpose, dealing with stress, things like that. And I'll give some prompts so we can discuss those things while we're hiking. When we get to about halfway, we'll stop for a snack, we'll have some shares, and I'll do a little bit of one-on-one coaching for some of those that feel called to do that, and then we'll head back. We'll keep discussing our theme, I'll give you some more prompts to think about, and once we get back to our start point, we'll just debrief, and you'll be ready to jump into your weekend feeling relaxed and refreshed. You will have had some time to really connect with nature, get some fresh air, connect with your soul, and meet some other like-minded women who are also on a personal development journey, personal growth journey. So look in the show notes. There's details there. You can email me or go to my website. Again, that info's in the show notes. And contact me to sign up. The first hike will be October 2nd at Sugarloaf Mountain in Dickerson, Maryland. So I hope to see you there. All right, let's dive into the episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Real Brave and Unstoppable. This is episode number 64. I am batch recording podcasts today, and I have to tell you that I just did something really stupid. I actually talked into the microphone for the entire episode, and it wasn't recording. So this is go number two for me today. I just checked. It is recording. Ah. Oh. Sometimes that stuff happens, right? Oh, well. You may have noticed that I was on hiatus for a couple of weeks. I've had a lot going on in my business. One of them is I completely overhauled my website. So go check that out at CourtneyRivard.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let me know what you think about it. I've started to really incorporate my love of the outdoors and adventure into my branding. And I am also going to be incorporating that into my work a little bit as well. I also moved my son into college, which is crazy. And let's see what else was there. Oh, I moved my office. We had swapped rooms a while back for reasons that are out of the scope of this 
story. So my office was in the basement for a while and it was so cold down there. And I was always like wrapping myself in blankets and I had a heater on. And I'm so thankful now that we switched rooms and back up in my office upstairs that has nice sunlight and is not freezing. So yay. I'm so excited about that. So today on the podcast, we are going to talk about what to do when your life doesn't feel exciting anymore. A lot of people that I work with come to me really tired of feeling stressed, overwhelmed, burned out, exhausted, and they feel this way because they are either doing way too much and worrying about doing it perfect, worried about what other people think, or they're just generally feeling like they have to look like they have their shit together all the time. And I used to be like this. Totally. When I was in college, my senior year, I'm going to tell you a story. I had so much stuff on my plate. I had finals. I was also in a program for my eating disorder. So there were like twice a week appointments. And I was also in a capstone aerospace design class with a final project that was big. And on top of that, we were preparing to travel to Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville, Alabama to present our design. And I was chosen to help present the aerodynamics portion. So I had that trip and then prepping slides and all that stuff. I was also preparing to move to Seattle for the summer and move out of my apartment. A sub story here. My parents arrived to move me out and I hadn't packed a thing. They were not very happy. And finally, as if all of that stuff wasn't enough already, (laughs) I was preparing to take my private pilot written and practical exams. Oof, so much stuff. I don't even know. I didn't stay sane, which is another story. At one point, I was in a prep session with my flight instructor, with one of them, and I totally broke down when I was struggling to recall some of the mechanical system stuff. My instructor just stopped me, and he was like, Courtney, don't you see what you're doing to yourself? You don't have to take all this stuff on. You're doing way too much, and the stress is totally going to kill you. You don't have to do this right now. You can do it when you come back in the fall. I ended up doing it because I didn't want to wait until fall. But anyway, that's an example of where stress, overwhelm, and burnout can come from when you're just trying to do too much. And it's such a cycle. You know, we get really stuck in the drudgery and we feel like we have to take everything on. We don't have time for ourselves at all. We don't have any space to just be. And even if you're not someone who takes too much on, Even if you don't feel exhausted and burned out, you might feel guilty taking time for yourself. A lot of people have that. After all, like you have, you know, other people in your life that need you and you need to look after them. And a lot of times we put other people's needs in front of our own needs. So our life gets pretty hamster wheel like, you know, we it gets a little lame. It feels too routine. It doesn't feel like there's any spark or it doesn't feel like it's exciting anymore. Or maybe more appropriately said, we just really aren't in love with our life anymore. And a lot of times there's a fair amount of guilt that comes along with that too. Like, shouldn't we be thankful for what we have? You know, we should just be happy with what's in front of us. Our life is fine. There are other people that have it worse off than us that kind of thing. So today's episode is what are we going to do when your life feels that way, when it's not bad, but it certainly isn't what you thought it would be. As Glennon Doyle said in her book, Untamed, and if you haven't read this book, you need to go read it. The quote is, I thought life would be more beautiful than this, or isn't life supposed to be more beautiful than this or something like that. It kind of sums it up. You know, we get to a place in our life where we're like, oh, 
Like I thought it would be different. I thought I'd be farther ahead in life. I thought I'd be happier. I thought, you know, you just thought it would be different. Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It just means, oh, it's kind of like anticlimactic. So first of all, I just want to say that your life doesn't have to feel exciting all the time. It's not going to always feel exciting all the time. So caveat there. And what I mean is more about like your zest for life, like looking forward to your days, the spark you have, your feelings of joy and loving your life. Nobody's life is perfect, but when you're in a place where you really love your life, And your feelings of overwhelm and stress and drudgery aren't like your dominating feelings. Of course, you're going to feel that way sometimes. That's just life. And that's okay, right? You can just sit with those feelings and let them roll away. I also want to say that when you feel this way, tired or overwhelmed and exhausted, basically you're not truly enjoying your life. You're very likely out of alignment with who you really are. You've probably kind of traded your authenticity for the approval of others, looking for validation. We learn how to do this when we're really young. So it's pretty normal to do that. We all have done it. But you are an empowered human and you do have the ability to change how you feel about your life by changing your thoughts. And you can change your thoughts by dismantling those disempowering belief systems that you have about doing And taking the time to be yourself and just be with yourself and try new things. If your life isn't in alignment, you know, if the things you do and your way of being is not in alignment with like who you truly are, you're not going to feel good. You're going to, you're not going to be in love with it. You're always going to feel some kind of resistance, like something's off. So today we're going to talk about how you can do this, how to get in alignment with who you are and how to feel good about your life, even in the times when you have stress and overwhelm. So let's dive in. Okay, so the first piece of this is to, you know, we talk about authenticity. The first piece is to really get to know yourself. Many of us over the years, we've gotten really entrenched in different roles. You know, we've been moms, students, daughters, sons, teachers, maybe mentors, parents, whatever the roles are, we identify with those. So there's that, like, you know, we have to be a good mom or we have to be a good employee or, you know, so we identify with that and we start to put on, you know, layers of armor that kind of hide some of the things that don't fit with that necessarily, or we don't think fit, which is another issue because we're not always right. And then we also, like I mentioned, have the approval piece of things where, you know, we're also putting more layers on to hide things that we don't want other people to see for fear that they're not going to approve of us. So it's really easy over the course of your life to forget who you truly are. I actually have a great program to get you started with this, and I'll tell you about it at the end of the episode. But getting to know yourself means spending time with yourself, being in a quiet space with yourself, maybe meditating or being in nature, doing things that really connect you with your soul, 
Journaling can be a good way. Thinking about what you love to do and what you don't love to do. Looking back at your childhood and answering some questions about that can be helpful. And also just looking at your story, capital S story. Like what are you believing about yourself and the way the world works? The stories that we have are the ones that, like some stories are helpful and good, but some of, we're looking at the ones that are like self-limiting or unhelpful. And so an example is a client of mine had a story about how she wasn't important. She didn't really identify that terminology until we started working together, but she was always putting herself last from the time she was a kid. And it just, it, it went into adulthood with her. She didn't believe that she deserved to be at the you know top of the list for anything because she, in her head, just wasn't important. And so we traced the story back to her childhood and found some possibilities of the root of it. But we also discussed how her story was keeping her safe. You know, by hanging on to that thinking, it was keeping her safe because it was giving her an excuse not to put herself out there and risk being judged. You know, like, I'm just going to take the last donut. She would never do that because, I mean, we all know nobody likes to take the last thing. But she would never do that because she wasn't important enough to have the last donut. And that, that gave her an excuse not to like risk having someone say, Oh my God, she's so terrible. She took the last donut. So, I mean, that's a very simple example, but just to give you an idea. So we did a little bit of what's called shadow work, which is another thing that's really, really cool that I do with my clients. And we looked at what the gifts in her story are the gifts of the pieces of her that you know, we're holding her back. And one thing that we came up with was that she gave a lot of other people the opportunity to be first, and maybe even people who had stories that were similar to hers. So once we were able to look at that story and the gifts that came out of it, even though, you know, the whole story that I'm not important didn't really serve her, you know, by looking at the positive in it, we're able to integrate those things into our being a little easier. And then when we do that, it's like it's healed and we can let go of it. And so once she was able to let go of that story, she could rewrite another one, this time believing that she was just as important as everyone else. And that was her true self. That was, that was her truth. And then when she embraced that and like lived that story, now she's in alignment in that area. Also play around with showing up in your truth as your true self and see how that feels. It's going to feel a little uncomfortable sometimes because we struggle. We, you know, we'll struggle with approval or feeling stupid or failing and that kind of thing. But here's a thought for you to ponder. Would you rather make everyone else comfortable at the expense of your own happiness? Profound question. Being you Being yourself is the first step in making your life feel inspiring, purposeful, and joyful and exciting. It really is. So I mentioned that being yourself can be uncomfortable because so many of us are used to showing up and looking for the approval of others. We're worried about failing, being judged, looking stupid, all the things. So we put on all these different masks to fit in and feel like we belong. So the next part of this is to become comfortable showing up in your truth. But to do that, you have to know that you're amazing because you are. You're enough exactly as you are. This is self-acceptance. So you really need to accept who you are to own that. That's like the that's the first step of showing up as your true self. 
Self-love and self-acceptance is a whole other episode in itself. And one of the main things I work on with clients, because in order to create a life that's joyful and inspiring, you like really need to love yourself unconditionally first. So you have to tell yourself that you're enough just as you are. Even if you have to fake it till you make it a little bit, you have to start here. And for some people, this is hard at first. So that's why the first piece is self-acceptance. One of my favorite exercises is from Louise Hay's book, How to Heal Your Life. And what you do is you stand in front of a mirror or anytime you find yourself in front of a mirror, do it several times a day for many, many days on end is to look into your eyes and say, I approve of you. Saying I love you can bring up a fair amount of resistance. So you want to start with something that you can believe. So you work towards I love you. You really can't be truly happy and live a truly joyful, purposeful life until you get this. It's so important. You have to love all of who you are, not just the easy parts. And once you can do this like to truly get it and work towards it, things will start to really click into place. And I promise you, you'll start to feel more amazing than ever, than you ever have. Part of loving who you are unconditionally is letting go of the need to be perfect or to be approved of or look like you have all your shit together all the time. No one has their shit together all the time. No one is perfect. No one is approved of all the time by everyone they encounter. So you might as well get used to those ideas. And you can't love yourself unconditionally if you measure your worth by how perfect you are. How many people approve of you or having your shit together? You need to just be you, be who you are. And that's the only way to love yourself unconditionally. So the next thing is to try new things. Your life is going to feel dull if you don't try new things ever. So that means you need to get out of your comfort zone. So it might feel a little weird. It might feel a little uncomfortable, scary. But if you want a change, like a more joyful, exciting life, you need to make a change. Change is not going to happen until you take that first step. As I always tell my kids, and they hate this, outside your comfort zone is where the magic happens. I get total eye rolls all the time when I say that, but it's so true. Related to this, I found on Richard Branson's blog somewhere, this portion of a blog post. I love it. It goes like this. It can be really easy to get comfortable in life and to only do things inside your comfort zone. You're unlikely to get hurt here. You might get really good at doing the one thing you know you can do, and your expectations are likely to be in line with what goes on around you, so you're not disappointed. But the magic does not happen here. I can honestly say that nothing good in my life has ever happened from the safety of my comfort zone. It's all those moments where you feel challenged, where you think, oh crap, maybe this wasn't such a good idea, and then ponder giving up. If you can get through this stage of doubt and make it out on the other side, I promise you, this is where the good stuff happens. I love that. And this is in a nutshell, like just what I believe about life. So do things. Go try new things. Keep the stuff you like. Ditch the stuff you don't. But you have to take that first step or your life is not going to change. You're also really going to get to know yourself a lot better if you try new things and just notice what you like and what you don't like. So that brings me to the next point, which is you have to learn how to trust yourself. And this can feel hard, but I promise you, 
your soul has all the answers. Like, you know what's right inside of you. We just kind of run into a lot of noise and chatter when we start to overthink things. You know, our ego gets into stuff and our ego just wants to keep us safe. So it tries to tell us not to listen to our intuition. But if you can practice tuning into that intuition and go back to episode number 61 on trusting your intuition, it's great. You'll learn to trust that you don't need to overthink anything. It's beautiful, I promise. And when you trust yourself, you bring so much more ease and flow into your life and joy will follow. Okay, so finally, I mentioned this above, but it's important and I need to highlight it. Seriously, your life will not change if you're not willing to make a change. You gotta step out of your comfort zone. You need to get comfortable being uncomfortable because life isn't always comfortable. So you might as well start getting used to it, right? So if you want help with this, changing your feelings of going through the motions, life not being what you thought it would be, I would love to help you do this. I have a new program that's going to take you from not having a clue how to have a more joyful and exciting life into knowing what you want and feeling empowered to take steps and make decisions that are going to take you there. It's all about abundance, shifting from a scarcity mindset of things won't change. There's never enough. I can't do that. Everyone has it easier than I do. I don't have the resources, yada, 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 to knowing that you can always change your situation because there's enough of everything to go around. Love, happiness, money, contentedness, peace, joy, all the things. So if you want to ditch that mindset of scarcity and get out of feeling stuck where you are so you can open your mind up to seeing all of the possibilities that are in front of you, you do not want to miss this session. So for more information, just shoot me an email and we'll I'll give you the, the rest of the lowdown. All right, friends, that is all I have for today. I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Real, Brave, and Unstoppable. If you'd like to learn more about creating an authentic life that's true to who you are, visit CourtneyRivard.com slash love life to download your free guide on how to build your vision and create a life that you love. You'll be so glad you did. I'll see you next time.